1: And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger into the nail marks and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later, his disciples were again inside and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands and bring your hand and put it into my side. And that through this belief, you may have life in his name. The
2: Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus, you. Jesus Christ. Great stuff. It is. <clears throat> Think of the roller coaster that they were on. From believing in him, giving up everything, his crucifixion, and, and how much... As humans, they had to be gripped by fear tremendously. They were going to be next, and then to see the risen Christ, that 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 had to inspire.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I guess his first words to to them when he when he appears to them, you know, "Peace be with you." And I think there's uh, oh you know they're 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 in this room. They're, they have the doors locked because I guess they're they're scared. And uh he's like, "Peace
2: yeah. yeah he was he was reassuring them that it's going to be okay
1: yeah the the one thing I was thinking about when I read this before I came here is, and I don't remember just a few minutes ago when I just read it, but I'm pretty sure that he says it three times, and that happens every so often in terms of Peter denying Christ three times, and then Christ later on asked Peter about loving him or not, and that mm-hmm. happens three times. It's just and then we have the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, three and one. Uh there there's gotta be a connection. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. We need a theologian out there to to give some input on that one.
0: Yeah, I didn't notice that. That's interesting. Yeah, he does say peace be with you, three times. So it times. is three times, yeah. yeah.
1: That's what I thought, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just amazing stuff how this is all laid out. And like Mark said, about we we have history. We have over two thousand years of history to take a look at in terms of what took place back then when you know during Christ's time, but but for them it was right after the fact. I can't like you said I can't imagine being in that upper room and for fear of your life. But but keep in mind when I believe when the Holy Spirit descended upon them. It sounds like that fear might have gone away because what did they do? They went out and preached about him, and they performed miracles just like he did.
2: Yeah. What do you think, John? A lot of the um,
3: the numbers are are significant. You know, like the num one of the gospels this week was the number of uh, fish caught was one hundred fifty three, mm-hmm. so that last digit three comes up again. And, um, and so this, uh, this gospel also ties into, um, you know, the Divine Mercy Sunday, which is tomorrow. Um, and, uh, you know, that's become very significant since around the turn of the century. So, um, the, um, you know, it seems like, um, Jesus makes a point to, uh, you know, to say, you know, that he didn't believe until he saw for himself, you know, the, the, you know, put his finger, his hands inside the wounds, and, uh, and so people who, uh, sort of on a higher level, the ones who believe without seeing, actually, and so that's kind of, um, that's kind of a, uh, lesson there, but, um, it was kind of, um, you Know kind of, it was kind of embarrassing for, for Thomas to have to go through that, you know, not, not believing until he actually saw.
0: I don't know. I, I, a couple, I, I, I associate myself kind of with Thomas because uh, I feel like I'm <laughs> kind of like that. Um, but, uh, one of the things that I, I associate with, uh, like the divine, divine mercy, I think this is this reading is the same reading every, uh, Divine Mercy Sunday, because uh, the way it falls in it. So the thing about Thomas you know, wanting to put his hands in the, in the holes uh, where Jesus was you know, nailed and, and punctured and stuff, the way I tie it into the Divine Mercy is there, um, one of the things is, uh, it talks about the blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fount of mercy for us. I think of that like when Thomas putting his hand in, in, the side of Jesus. It's where like you know, the blood and water, uh, which you know was, was real, real blood and, and I think, uh, I'm not sure if it was actually water because they did like physical things. But blood and water are also like signs of the, uh, the the main sacraments of the church. You know, the waters of baptism and and the and the Eucharist. Um. Uh, but uh. I guess getting back to uh, the gospel where he says, uh, uh, "You know, receive the Holy Spirit, who sins you, you forgive or forgiven them, and sins you retain or retained." Thing about uh, receive, receiving the Holy Spirit, uh, it happens. I've heard, I've heard people talk about this on like Catholic Answers, where you receive the Holy Spirit multiple times in your in your life. Like you, know, you receive the Holy Spirit when you're baptized. You receive the Holy Spirit when you're confirmed. You also receive the Holy Spirit when, you know, He just enables you to do whatever, you know, uh, know, part of your mission is. And uh, I guess it seems like the founding mission of the church is uh, the forgiveness of sins.
1: Just to keep going with that one idea you said about the Holy Spirit, in addition to baptism and confirmation, is I've been keeping several journals for years, and I have some writings going on right now where, Anytime I'm at church, uh, whether it be youth ministry or parish pastoral council or the Knights or whatever ministry has a quote-unquote meeting, sometimes that word has a negative connotation. And years ago, I decided, you know what, these aren't real. I, I get it, they're meetings, but I call them quote-unquote Holy Spirit gatherings I truly believe that because if you think about all the ministries at any church, Catholic church, I don't care what denomination it is, a group of people gets together and they make decisions on what they're going to do. Why are they doing that? They're making decisions on how they can, in most cases, reach out to help others, whatever help those people might need, uh, in order to, I think, make this world a better place for those people and others. So... uh, I feel that Holy Spirit gathering has more of a positive connotation than than the word meeting. That's just me. So when I go into these quote unquote meetings, I don't go into it as oh I have to go to this meeting and you know we have this list of agenda items some of them I don't even want to talk about, et cetera, et cetera. But if you go to these Holy Spirit gatherings, the one thing that I think should take place, like we did, we said are Our Father before we started here. You need to go into the Holy Spirit gathering with prayer and then maybe some intentions at the end and then end it with a prayer and then give it a big amen. So keep that in mind, folks. Whoever is going to listen to this, Holy Spirit gatherings, they're not meetings.
2: Beautiful. that's That's just my idea. <laughs> Call us 215-666-2510 if you'd like to comment. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so Thomas uh, missed the first Holy Spirit gathering, and he heard and, and, he, and he heard about it. He was, right. like, he was like, "Guys, I,", I uh, he's like, "I'm not here. I, and I really feel like I I have been like Thomas, uh, and, and, and and in some type of way, like you know, obviously I didn't f- physically put my hands in Jesus' wounds, but something happened to me where where I uh, I don't know I just. It was like the equivalent of that to me. It was like something like, like that that I needed uh, for for you know for my faith. I don't know. Have any of you guys had anything like uh, where where uh, where you're like Thomas or like the doubting Thomas, and, and then something happens to to um, you know, reaffirm your faith?
1: I mean, like like Mark said earlier. Um... About things are you know up and down in terms of just life in general, and I mean I go through that all the time. I might not show it when I'm here or at a church gathering or when family members are around, but everybody goes through it uh, i I don't know if you guys remember stuff from from high school and or college, but uh I teach mathematics, and one thing I teach is graphing a sine curve, which I know folks who might be listening to this or will listen to it, a sine curve looks like this. And it's it's what goes through my head in terms of the way life is. We have our highs, we have our lows, and we have, you know, moments in life where it's kind of in between. <laughs> but, but what is it that gets me out of the lows? This is just me. Uh, number one is prayer. If if you sit down and do the following, I think, I think it will benefit you. I'm only telling you this because it benefits me. Sit down, whether it's once, twice, or however many times you need to do it. But really think about what the most important areas of your life are. Think about what the most important areas of your life are. I'll, I'll give you an example of myself. Uh, and, and I started this about maybe five, six years ago for me it's family faith self and my career and uh, me personally if if i don't balance those four things on a daily basis or at least try to then some of them get uh, all out of whack so to speak for example let's say i get up in the morning before everybody else in the family gets up don't even say goodbye because they weren't up I, I go to work i get that i have to focus on teaching math. that's my career but let's let's assume i leave school I go out and work out at the gym for two hours, go out to eat with friends, and I come back so late that everybody's asleep. Well, did somebody get affected in my four most important areas of life? Yeah, my family did. And if I, I would not do that, but if I had done that, I would think at the end of the day, well, you can't do that. <laughs> it's, you did focus on self, which is okay, but I focused too much on self on that given day. Because so that, you, didn't, your family didn't see you. The, yeah, exactly. I didn't talk to them. Nothing. So, but but that's just me how I do it. Uh, also, um, and this is just something I've come up with after attending some webinars at this church called Church of the Nativity in Timonium, Maryland. It was four webinars, one each week for four straight weeks about sending up. Uh, a game plan for your life. That sounds kind of crazy and silly to some people, but it actually works for me in terms of taking life one day at a time. But but picking out what the most important areas of your life are. Now I already had my my four items: family, faith, self, career before I attended these web webinars. But after I attended these webinars, i i broke I broke those four areas down even more. So I have. Close to a dozen different things that I try to focus on. And would you guys like to guess what number one is on my list? And if you're wrong, who cares? You're just guessing. Would faith. you guys like to guess? Even more specific than faith. What about something related to our faith?
0: I guess going to Mass or
1: go to mass. praying. That's important. That's one thing that I would focus on, but it's not number one. God. Exactly, God, yeah. The, the reason God... For me is number one, because it goes back to Genesis one twenty six, chapter one verse, or maybe it's twenty seven. I'm gonna have to look that one. I think it's twenty seven. But in Genesis one twenty seven, it says that God created all of us in His likeness and image. Well, hello, God created each one of us. That's why He's number one to me. And number two. Uh, Just like here, this is a gift to to me. This is a blessing to me to be with you guys, to enjoy fellowship, coffee, bagel, read scripture, talk about our faith, how we can live out our lives uh, based upon what Christ taught us when he was here. Uh, Yeah, so so God's number one. And uh, with all the blessings we have, we have to to thank him in different ways, uh, whatever those ways are. And, And then number two is Barb, my wife. She she knows that God's number one. for she, Does that create a conflict? But she's number two. Does that create absolutely not? Because she she is a Christian and she understands our faith. Yeah. So, but but that works for us. That works for us. Number three are the kids. Number okay. three are our kids. And uh, up in the top five is self. Because if if I don't take care of my Self, not myself, but my space self, then things break down in terms of helping others in my family or friends or you guys or whomever. But all these ideas I'm saying right now are just some things I've come up with over the past half dozen years that helped me and I want to share them with you guys.
2: Well, that's very great. That's love makes you feel better. It's a commitment. and I And, and I often heard people talk about that and as I remember father O'Shaughnessy telling me he said mark never invert the order if you ever do get married or or, or something your <coughs> wife becomes number one and she she should be number one to you of course putting Christ above everything and you know and and I heard that <coughs> and I said yeah I, I, I we we have this love for God but i I don't i I don't want to slap a spouse in the face or anything by 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 thinking that they're Less of a person, or second fiddle, or anything, and I and I think that they didn't. They don't really mean that by when when they put Christ number one.
0: Well, also uh, hearing both you guys uh, talk about the it, um, the marriage aspect of it, I I feel like um, uh, like you said God made man and, and woman in His own image, and 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 uh, and also as like a Christian, so I I believe like you know there's a piece of God in everyone and then so then that's why you know like uh we're supposed to treat people like you know jesus says a bunch of times about how you know, how you treat people is how you that's how you were treating me because it's like also he's the uh he's the vine and we're the branches and so and so like you know uh, that other person is a branch of god you know in in a way if he if he's you know connect connected to the to the to the vine um uh, and so uh so, and also you know, Jesus said, you know when he was talking about the two great commandments of love God and love your love your neighbor he said, the second one is like the first one you know a you know, because loving your neighbor is loving god and so and so it's not i don't actually see it as uh it's not like a trade off between one and the other it's just, it's rightly ordered that God is first and and uh, and you know and by loving God you also love your neighbor.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. And 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 that's what was impressed upon me is that we should maintain a a, a rightly order, and 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 don't don't. And if it works it or for you. Turn it upside down. Well, yeah. it's 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 the teachings of the church. So whatever they right. whatever they they tell me, that's that's it. You we'll know. also think about it, where. What did Christ
1: do for each one of us? One of the most amazing things anybody has ever done for any human being throughout the history of time. He died for each one of us. He died on the cross to save us from our sins so that we can be with him in heaven for all of eternity. No one on this planet will do anything close to what he did for each one of us. Um, I mean, love, love is love. Love is a, it's it's a choice. You, he, do you think he felt like dying on the cross? No, he he chose to do that because he
2: did his father's will. You know, just like in the Our father, like he speaks to us, your will be done. Mm-hmm. Well, and that and, and and that keeps me hanging in there too, because eventually we'll all be there. So whatever type of life if you've lived on this earth, it is what it is. The history's in the book, and you know you're going to meet Jesus. Everybody's mm-hmm. going to meet Jesus. Yeah, you just have to, yeah, just
1: anybody out there who is denying Christ and saying that he is not God, uh, you need to turn your ways around uh, because he is God. (laughs) He's the one.
0: Yeah, Uh, There's two things that I'm thinking about uh, um, in terms of Jesus dying on the cross for us. And and one is that, uh, I guess, it allows us to unite our sufferings you know, to, to to His, like you know, because somehow in some weird way, uh, God the Father is able to make good come out of uh, even the worst things that happen, even to you know, uh, God the Son and and also His other children like us, so like you know, if we're adopted children of God through Jesus, and so anything horrible that happens to us in the same way that that uh, that horrible thing that happened to Jesus on the cross. Got turned into, a, uh, you know, something good. Uh, all the horrible stuff that happens to us, uh, can also uh, be turned into something good. It just requires like faith to see that. Uh, and and I think, uh, Jesus, you know, being resurrected is one of the, like the confirmations of that faith. That you know, um, but that was one thing of like someone who's suffering is, is how you can, you can, uh, uh, Jesus helps him, but he also helps people who cause suffering, like people who who are kind of doing bad stuff. Because he, uh, you know, today is uh, Divine Mercy Sunday. It's it's the mercy of God that even even when uh, we didn't know him, uh, he 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 loved us. And you know, when he was on the cross, it wasn't just the you know the people who already believed him. It was the people who didn't believe in him that he was that he that he he was like even if you don't believe me, i would still for you. You know, and so it's like his 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 mer his mercy, basically, you know, the offering of like forgiving all the wrongs that you've done. You know, any any time you turned your back on, you know, your conscience or or uh, what you you know or you know, basically, any time you you did something that in your heart you actually knew was, was wrong. You know, as long as you acknowledge that and and repent and and want to be better, that you know, forgiveness is there. That's And I think we've all been on both sides of that of the one suffering from something and the one causing <laughs> suffering.
2: Yeah. Yes, we have. Yes. And that's and, and a lot of times that's hard to admit. You know, it's like the being Yeah, it's like yeah, you 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 you, you cause some suffering and then but you 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 you've suffered a lot yourself. But that that to me goes to empowerment and, and and the empowerment starts with faith. And so uh So that's where I uh, Seek the Lord, seek justice, where justice is denied, see, see, seek it, and, and and where poverty is enforced, to uh, strike it down, and uh, uh, the empowerment to do that is through Christ and our in, in our faith. I realize that. Yeah. What do you think, John? Um, that
3: guy, go- you know, there's there's a gospel of Thomas and. Uh... I've never heard uh why what the reasons were for uh that it, that's not valid but um you know he ended up going to india so he's uh, mostly responsible for the uh christian faith you know the there's not much, there's not much of it there but where wherever he went to india i assume it was probably by the uh on the western uh, coastline that he was responsible for uh you know, developing Christianity and, uh, you know, there are a lot of Indian priests in the uh, United States and around the world who are very devout, very faithful. You know, there's, uh, the uh, priest who said the Saturday Mass until recently in St. John's, uh, Father Raju, and uh, and then there's uh, another man stationed at St. Mary's, and then really throughout the whole country, So, uh, so... You know, the, the negative of doubting, um, you know, what happened, you know, that Jesus was risen from the dead, um, that was turned into a great good, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, his role. And uh, I'd like to find out uh, sometime, uh, you know, why, you know, the Gospel of Thomas was, was judged to be uh, invalid. You know, that it, I guess there were some uh, inaccuracies, it, maybe an imposter wrote it. But um, you know, he did do a lot of uh, you know work in India, and then I think he was skinned alive. That's what, that was his form of modern martyrdom, which was probably one of the worst worst ones. Um, so, but um, you know, the uh, mid, uh, lesson of the Holy Spirit, though, that's where uh, that can be invoked by any given person, any given day. You just have to uh, be conscious of it. That's what you're supposed to remember from confirmation: that you can always call upon the uh, Holy Spirit to uh, to direct your uh, life in the right way when you get it, when you have a choice to do something, whether it's right or wrong. Ask for the Holy Spirit to guide you, and um, if you're on good terms with the Holy Spirit, then usually uh, you make the right choice.
0: I feel like sometimes even uh, I'll uh, kind of like if, if I'm fortunate enough to rem- to remember to do this, I'll I'll be like you know it's in your hands, God. Then then whatever happens, even if I don't, even if I think it was the wrong thing, even <laughs> though I, I personally think it was the wrong thing. Well, you know I was in God's hands, so it's uh, you know in in some way it must it must be the right thing. Mm-hmm.
2: That's interesting you say that, Johnny. If you're on good terms with the Holy Spirit, we always want to be on good terms with the Holy Spirit. But the thing is, when we make that wrong turn, I guess it's free will, and, and we just screw it up. I, you know, it's like, look, I, I, I made a bad choice at the time. I, you know, when I when I made the choice, it, I, I thought it was okay, but obviously it wasn't. And 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 that's what causes a great deal of pain and suffering, and takes a lot of recovery time. And 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 I guess we just learn from that, I, you know. I don't, I don't know what else, what else to say there.
3: Yeah, this this man uh, Peter Herbeck, who uh, who founded Renewal Ministries, you know, it's a Catholic uh, organization. You know, he um, he was on that men show on EWTN with uh, you know that uh, moderator Brian Patrick, his name was that's the, my second son's first and middle name, but that's in his case it's first it's a it's a first name and a surname. He's a radio host, and he's sort of sort of tailing off, sort of um, on the downside of his career. But then you have the other guys. Uh, Peter Herbeck was there. Curtis Martin, I think his name is, who founded uh, Focus, you know the, the, you know, the campus ministry for a lot of universities, where because of the shortage of priests, they have to have the, uh, you know, actually devout college Catholic students, you know, run the campus ministry. And they try to find chap they try to found uh, chapters, you know, all around the country. It's very successful. And then the uh, New Orleans Saints receiver, you know, the um you know the all shucks guy, um, you know, Jerry, um, you know, the Polish last name. I forget the last name. I I'm, I'm bad with remembering names, but they had that show that's no longer made, but they, you know, it's basically this, the same themes are are shown on the show. And uh so Peter Herberg has this nun. Her name is Sister Ann Shield. She's a, a commentary on the Gospels every day, 15 minutes. And she does a very nice job of uh of constantly invoking the Holy Spirit and constantly pleading with people to uh to it's never too late to go back, you know, to uh to be repentant for your sins and to get back on the right track. So she's uh she's in good good contact with the Holy Spirit and she relies on him, on this Holy Spirit to, uh, inspire her to, uh, you know, her role in the church right now is to, in this ministry is to give this commentary on the, uh, on the Gospels throughout the year. She does it pretty much every day. And now she's up into her late 70s, so, her voice is starting to go, and she's still trying to, to do it, you know, but she, um. You know, she's fulfilling her mission in life. So that's good. Is that, is that your
2: second boy you say, John? Was was named Patrick? Yeah. Uh that's his middle name. Middle name Patrick. You got the two boys and a girl or two? Three. Three, three boys. Right. Three boys and a girl, four children all together, God bless you. Man. That's right. That's, that's that's pretty fantastic. It's like uh Thomas, you too have the four, correct? Mm-hmm. The three, three girls, girls and a guy. boy. Mm-hmm. And John has three boys and a girl. So that's how I remember it. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Three and one, one and three. Well, that guy Brian
3: Patrick is—he's based in Ohio. He—he um, he still does a little bit for EWTN, but he's—but um, he's basically a moderator, and he's very good about just moderating things and getting people involved in uh, conversation. That's that show on EWTN, uh, Crossing Crossing the Gulf. Remember that show? I mean, it's on—it's on EWTN. It was filmed. They filmed. Uh, they had different themes. They would film seven or eight episodes per theme. And uh, they no longer make it a, you know, they rent, you know, they, it's basically, you know, how to live how to live a life if you're a man. And, um, you know, so the shows are uh, still, still, you know, they still carry the same weight because it's basically talking about the same themes you know, on, uh, on for men and how to live a good uh, Christian life. That, 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 yeah, I wish, wish I could remember there, that wide receiver on the Saints who was a teammate of Archie Manning. Dan, uh, Daniel Ramos. I wish Bromowitz. I could remember his uh, Bromowitz. The Bromowitz. Yeah, because that's
2: what I was going to ask you, that crossing the ball. He, he was the former former uh, NFL guy. Yeah.
3: So he's not as... The two guys who provided the most, you know, the most, you know, the most... Uh, pot, you know, the, most uh, the best material were uh, Peter Herbeck of Renewal Ministries and then Curtis Martin... I think that's also the name of a football player, but he was—he founded this F.O. Focus. Uh, the C.U.S. part is Catholic University Students. So,
0: yeah, we had someone, uh, in, uh, fellow Knight, who was a Focus Ministry person. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's very
3: successful. It's a very good idea to filling the void for uh, not having enough priests you know, who are responsible for parishes to come into and dedicate their time to a uh, specific uh, campus, you know, full-time. Um, but um, but there's a lot of people who, you know, just uh, to extend the theme, a lot of people who, um, who uh, you know, pray, pray to the Holy Spirit, and then they start all these ministries. All these ministries are available through lay people, and a lot of these ministries... You know, are, uh the driving force is uh, is um, being in touch and praying to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm.
0: My experience with the Holy Spirit is is always that, um, like I don't, it, I always recognize it after the fact, and like I don't, I don't, I don't ask the. Although I, I, you know, I I give myself, you know, to God in in whatever way, I don't try to like, like I don't know. There's a couple... Like, I don't ask the Holy... I don't try to tell the Holy Spirit what to do. I, 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 just, I, I just... I just... I won't... I just, you know, want help. I don't even know what to do myself. I just... You know, uh And so I just... Um, but another thing is, like, I I hear voices and I, and I see things and stuff. So I'm like... I, I I don't trust spirits in general. I have bad experience with spirits. And and I feel like the majority of them are not good. And, and so the Holy Spirit... Uh, I am like... I only can recognize that for the fact because otherwise I'll think it's an evil spirit. I'm so used to being surrounded by evil
2: spirits. Mm-hmm. I know that feeling all too well.
3: I just wonder about the president. The, the, you know, the president, who is, you know, one thing that's good about him is he, it's not, it's kind of a quiet, tranquil time. But I, I just wish he would. Um, be more responsive to uh, some of the uh, priests who are trying to counsel him on, on how to set policy agenda. You know, he, he's really, he's appointing people who are very anti-life and, um, you know, he's definitely going a little overboard on um, on uh, policies involving, um, you know, gender equality and gender choice and, you know, as if that were a valid choice to make for a person uh, identifying as a
2: male when they're a female and vice versa but this is a great opportunity for Biden to wear his faith show his show his Catholicism, right
3: yeah, I mean they don't really harp on it too much. I think they acknowledge that he was the second Catholic president, and then they they just soon not even mention it you know in the in the mainstream uh, media so but it's an interesting dynamic though he is he is very you know he's he's following Catholic teaching in the sense that he wants to outlaw capital punishment you know nationwide in all the states you know he just well, he doesn't believe that's a good thing to do but he's um he's not following a similar pro life stance in terms of the uh the the other you know the unborn unborn human life so and then he got caught up in um in uh you know, same-sex marriage being equivalent to, uh, you know, the tr- traditional form of marriage. And then, um, you know, the big, a big problem these days is people who, want, who are wanting to change, you know, to renounce their identity, their birth, sexuality, or their sex, and 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 then be another, the opposite one. It just doesn't, it's not a good thing. I don't like
0: to get on this uh, thing of, like, uh, and it, I I may or may not agree with you. I probably do, but uh, I don't like to get on the part of like you know j- judging people and stuff because, uh, I don't know. It's it, there's a weird way, like if you just come out bluntly and say that you're wrong, like, you know, <laughs> that, that doesn't that's not, not productive. You have to actually convince the person that they're wrong, and you don't do that by by saying you're wrong. You do that by like I don't know, getting to know them and understand like oh, oh you know you're you're uh, this is why this is why you're wrong you know what guess what i'm wrong about stuff also and and and, and then you realize that you know uh, so uh, i don't know i, I don't, I don't yeah. like uh, i don't like uh these kind of like political uh christian things a real christian thing is you get to know people you have you you, you you hang out with them and you don't judge them that's a that's a
2: fantastic way to go and, and and human nature that's you know it's difficult for a lot of people to do that but that's refreshing to hear it just to hear it just to know that yeah. that's out there
1: the the one thing that has helped me in terms of the judgment piece and also politics uh and your faith there is a catholic priest in this youtube Uh, statement says, Catholic priest William Kosco, K-O-S-C-O, in Buckeye, Arizona. B-U-C-K-E-Y-E, one word, Buckeye, Arizona. I'm on many email lists, and one place sent me a four-minute clip. I thought it was the entire sermon until I did some research. The sermon was uh, between 27 and 28 minutes long. And... He, I believe he hits the nail on the head, this Catholic priest, in his sermon. Because he does bring, he does bring politics into the sermon, but I will paraphrase uh, what he said about our president. He said, our president of the United States is welcome to this Catholic church any time he comes here. He and anybody else, they are welcome to come to this church and celebrate Mass. But the one thing that is not welcome here." are his viewpoints that oppose the Catholic Church. Amen. And, and then he went through specifics, which I won't... Well, one is abortion, uh, and then about the marriage thing, and he, I forget the third item. If you have the opportunity, uh, I would say watch it at least once. I've watched it twice. His, uh, he's a Catholic priest once again. His name is William Costco, K-O-S-C-O, in Buckeye, Arizona. And it doesn't seem like the sermon is 27 minutes long. But this is one of the few priests, probably on the planet, that will actually say something like that. And I think it's beneficial. He's not judging anybody. He's making a judgment call on somebody's actions in terms of saying, let's kill these babies before they're born. Yeah. He's but, not judging the person. That's what but, God will do when you die. He's judging the
0: actions of a person. Yeah, but even even in... Even in that, uh, like, you know, again, I I, feel like it would be more effective to, instead of saying, saying things are wrong, to explain what is right and why it's right, and and, and to stand by that, because that's like a positive thing, whereas the negative thing can lead to divisiveness and stuff. And I'm trying to think of, like, what Jesus himself did, and my, I, I don't remember him, you know, Go, you know, going around telling people that they were doing bad stuff. I I, I remember him, you know, uh, mostly like getting to know people who were doing bad stuff and 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 hanging out with them. And,
1: Here, I'll I'll give you another example, and we'll keep it rhetorical. If question at the end, you can make your own decision. Let's say today uh, we belong in the St. John's Church, which is right down the road. Let's say that somebody purchases the house across from St. John's Church. All right, fine. Let's assume that this person or persons who purchased the house turn it into a place where you have adult stuff, we'll say, uh, all kinds of pornography, etc., etc., and they advertise, it's their property, and they advertise across from your church. Are you going to sit back and do nothing, or are you politely going to act like Christ did and say, listen,
0: yeah, I I do think it makes sense to engage people who who uh, you know are doing things wrong, and I do think that you know Jesus did engage people. He engaged the Pharisees, when uh, um, but yeah, I don't know.
1: Well, the key word you just said is wrong. Getting back to this Catholic, Catholic mm-hmm. priest, yeah. he's saying why our president is wrong, but he bases it upon the dogma of the Catholic Church, and that's what I like about it, the fact that this is our faith. And this person is going totally against our faith, which makes no sense. So don't publicize your Catholic and don't, you know, and at the same time, you're going to do all these things which go against the Catholic Church. That doesn't make sense to me.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just glad that <laughs> I'm just glad that he's inviting. He, yes. He's inviting people in yes. because that shocks me. The number of churches that I go to and things where you're not really invited here. It it, it it it's it's like there's a certain standard of level, and you're very close to getting a criminal trespass, buddy. It's an F three, and, uh, <laughs> and 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 that shocks me every time. But, but but to have a priest, it's very inviting. Hey, you're welcome to come here anytime for anything. You're a bruised reed. You need some healing. <laughs> come to us, and and, and then you know he, he, he has his say on 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 the dogma of the church. All well and good, but I like the idea of you're invited. you 're you, invited you're you're welcome here we 're not going to turn the hoses on you we're not going to do what the Archdiocese of San Francisco did where they set up those those the, the, those water ho-, ho hoses where the homeless people were huddled to get out of the to get out of the elements and 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 then they turned the water on them and and then those those things they were they, they were quickly. Uh, uh, abandoned they said that 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 was a very bad wrong thing to do but there you go the church spent all that money on 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 a way to repel people out of <clears throat> hidden places for, for 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 people to stay and it's like what's next you're going to gas them you're going to turn the water into gas and uh and, and and fortunately that was quickly abandoned and they realized the error of their ways There are two things going through my head right now while I was listening to you, Mark. And
1: it's two contemporary Christian songs. One is by the artist Matthew West, and one is by the artist Mark Hall of Casting Crowns. But Matthew West, and this is his phrase, not mine, but I love it. We have to be welcoming. Every church has to be welcoming. Because a church, the way Matthew West puts in one of the songs is, any church on a given weekend is a shelter. For the sinners. That's you and me. And you have to be welcoming as a church because that's what a church is filled up with every Saturday and or Sunday is, it's a place for us, the sinners. Uh, and that song, I forget the name of the song, but the second song by Casting Crowns, that's the name of the group, lead singer Mark Hall says in one of his songs, is the church on, church meaning the people, is the church on Monday the same as the church on Sunday? Is the church on Monday, the people, the same as the church on Sunday? So you guys know when you celebrate a Mass, it's awesome. It's one of the greatest things we can do as as Catholics. Mm -hmm. And you're all pumped up. I think you are. When you leave Mass, you hopefully heard a really good sermon. The priest talked about how you can apply your life once you leave. But are you that fired up on Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? I have a a friend in my men's group. I've met with them virtually since the beginning of January. He has said this a number of times. We meet every Monday night for an hour and a half, seven to thirty. He says on Monday night he can't wait to go to mass the next Sunday, six days from then. Okay, what are they doing? That's, that's awesome. Another, yeah. How many people say that? How many people say yeah. on Monday I can't wait till next Sunday? That's awesome. It's very inviting. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that that
2: that's that's a great way to be. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Without, without being pr- prosecuted. <laughs> yeah, that's great.
0: Yeah, you know, when you're talking about, uh, there's an Aimless Lee song where he talks about a, a woman who, uh, one of the lyrics is, she prays on Sunday, and then Monday's too. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. To that.
2: Would you like more
1: coffee? I'm okay for now, thanks. So. Yeah, there, there, there's another song that, when you just said that word, praise, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but is I, I believe the word hallelujah means praise God. I, I think yeah, it does. It does
0: praise God. That's my understanding. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yah. Yahweh.
1: I, I have to send you a link to a song called "The Blessing." It's twelve minutes long. It's done in concert by, I believe, Hillsong Worship. Guys, I watch it almost every day, even more than once each day, and sometimes I still, I still. It's, it's an overwhelming feeling. I think it's the Holy Spirit just sitting there watching this one song on my laptop computer. And the reason it's called The Blessing is because... Now, don't quote me. I'm going to try this one. You can look it up in Scripture. I believe it's Numbers chapter 6. I'm going to look it up after I say this. I believe it's Numbers chapter 6. When Moses was given direction uh, from God... And Moses was given the authority to give a blessing to the Israelites when he came down from the mountain. I believe it was Mount Sinai. And a chunk of words from this song called The Blessing is just, it's, it's right from Scripture, which is really cool. It's one of many reasons I love these contemporary Christian songs. Yeah, they're right from Scripture, a lot of them. Yeah, it's really neat. I can actually play it later if you guys want. It doesn't have to be in the recording. That wasn't a call into the show. I can put the
0: link in. Yeah,
1: it might fire you up <laughs>
0: once we leave here. All right, yeah. Send me the link; I'll put it in the, right, in the cool. show notes.
2: Sounds good. <laughs> we didn't get any calls, by the way, during the show. But if we ever do, I can put them on or take a message or whatever. So, it's always cool stuff, guys. Very good. So, what do you think, John?
3: Well, you know, tomorrow they're gonna, there's going to be something from uh, up in Massachusetts about Divine Mercy Sunday. They always uh, they'll have some sort of a uh, of a um, of a uh, recognition. I thought you to make some
0: more. I'm
3: sorry. That's going to be Mark. You offered Tom non-existent coffee. I'm sorry. That's a big part of the uh, second Sunday, uh, the concluding uh, Sunday of Easter, the octave of Easter center uh, centerpiece of that is um in that town in um up near uh Springfield Massachusetts so they'll probably have something out of doors and they'll probably uh have less of a crowd maybe local people involved but uh you know but then they'll have all sorts of interviews and they'll discuss the whole uh the whole devotion and the the painting and you know the whole thing involved with it, um, so that's going to be a big de- deal uh, tomorrow, and uh, they'll have a lot of uh, memoration of that, which is a good thing. It's, an, it's been an important part of the church for the last uh, about twenty years, maybe a little even, maybe even a little bit more than that, um, and that was you could say that was uh inspired by the uh by the uh holy spirit in terms of uh pope john paul ii's um you know promotion of the uh of the uh, devotion you know that was his way of um for the turn of the century for you know when a lot of people thought the world would end you know to have this uh have this avenue for uh being able to uh reconnect yourself to the, uh, Christian life.
0: Yeah, I think I'll put, um, I'll definitely put a, uh, the Divine Mercy image. Uh, uh, I might, I might use it. I'm not sure. I might not use it as the picture for this episode, but uh, I'll definitely put the picture somewhere. Very cool. Mm -hmm. That's it's not that's the Sacred Heart of Jesus, right? No, now. that is the Divine Mercy. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Oh, the Divine Mercy. That's the, yeah. So that's what I thought. We have a painting, of the Divine Mercy image up here. This is the official one that okay. I have in this book. This is a book by those people John was talking about up in yeah. Stockbridge. But yeah, so it's you know it says Jesus, I trust in you on right. the bottom. That's
1: what I Okay. The, the one thing I'll never forget is yeah, you do th- different things with family and friends, and there are certain things you will just probably never forget. The one, the biggest thing for me, and I. My dad just turned 80. God bless him. And my mom's still around. It's awesome. But uh, at Malvern, when we do the Malvern retreat, almost always we're together, like doing different things on, on site. And I don't know if you guys remember, but in one of the buildings, when you're walking from lower, I forget the names of different buildings. But when you're, when you're walking from one area inside to another, you pass, I believe, that painting or picture, whatever it is on the wall. And my dad gives a kiss to his hand, a kiss to the heart, boom. I'll t- that's something I'll always remember. You know, he's just um, so into
0: that particular yeah, there, meaning. Yeah, yeah, there is one that is the Sacred Heart of Jesus, okay. uh, where it has a heart on it. Right. And, and I forget. Like the,
1: with the crown of thorns on yeah. the heart,
2: the blood. Yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's, okay. You look more and more like your father every day, John. Say, <laughs> hey, I don't know <laughs> if you that's good it. or not good. I don't I, think you <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know sorry about the coffee snap food,
2: Tom. no that's no, okay I'll just but how, about, how about could you reach into the freezer and, and get a and get a hunk of cream cheese I, I can I bought it special for the today I and can I forgot to bring it out It's okay in the freezer is <laughs> no in the refrigerator in no. the refrigerator yeah sh- the fr- 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 refrigerator <laughs> yeah just bring it out for his bagels the with the schmear cream the cheese hold off your cream cheese straight ahead top shelf top shelf Cheese. Oh, okay. Philadelphia. Be... Oh, it's, it's hidden. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. okay. Welcome, please. Are you trying to trick me or? Well, well, I, I, I had to make up for the coffee stuff. <laughs> so. <laughs> sorry about that. That's
1: okay. As soon as I leave here, guys, when I get home, I have it on my phone. I'm gonna play that song. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it already.
0: <laughs> uh, my mom, uh, she had to. Uh, I don't know. Have you guys ever gotten an MRI? Yes. Uh,
1: this sounds kind of strange, but uh, two days ago. Oh, you did. Yeah, I can explain that later. Okay. Because my mom yeah. got an
0: MRI a couple days ago, also at St. Mary's. Yeah, project? at St. Mary's. I'm surprised I didn't see her. <laughs> no, oh my goodness. It, yeah, it was uh, Thursday night. Was it Thursday?
1: Yeah, mine was in the afternoon. Uh, that's oh my her, goodness. Her, yeah. hers, hers was uh, that. Wow. Yummy. Tell her I have one. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. And uh, That's
0: what weird. What reminded me of it was that, uh, and the, they asked her if she wanted to listen to music while well. she was in the MRI machine. And, and they were like, "What type of music do you listen to usually?" She's like, "Well, I like to listen to Christian music." So she got to listen to yeah. Christian music. Well, she was same in here. No YouTube. <laughs> so
1: before they even asked, I said, "Do you guys have by chance contemporary <laughs> Christian music on?" Because I know you put the headset on. They said, "Yeah, we got that." All right, cool. Okay. <laughs> oh
2: wow! They, so they let you listen to music. Yes. Wow. See, when I had my MRI yes. done, that's funny. They they, they didn't up- I, That's nice that they've upgraded to that.
1: Yeah. They want to relax you. Well, the thing is, the one thing that was only my second time ever having one. But you're it. I was in there because I had it on my shoulder, so your whole upper body is inside this machine, and within inches is part of the machine, and it's it's very loud. So the the loudness, all it sounds like it's banging. I don't know, what, I don't know what's going on when the MRI is being done, but uh, imaging, imaging, it, 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 it kind of drowns out some of the music, which is kind of disappointing because I was I was like ready for. <laughs> Like the way I have my earbuds in and it's you know, a certain volume, I'm like, "Oh, it's a little bit distorted." Come on, guys. <laughs> That's funny. Very cool. Wow! Same day, almost the same time. Yeah. That's so bizarre. bizarre.
2: Was that for her th- a thing, Keith? Oh uh, yeah. Well,
0: about? let's wrap up this. Uh, do we have anything else to say about the gospel here? <clears throat> I, I, I guess
1: the biggest thing is. Most of us, if not all of us, will be able to physically see something. To believe, we we have to
2: trust our faith, you know, in God. Yeah, I just find it very motivating. These 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 gospel messages from the resurrection are just mm. super motivating. It's it's just what it's all about. Yeah, it's what helps me is what you
1: just said, Mark, and. As Christians, what we believe in, we have so much, even though we may not think about it too much on a given day, we have so much to look forward to. I mean, we look forward to maybe getting a cup of coffee or us getting together here for fellowship and read the gospel talking about it or men's face sharing twice a month at St. John's. But really, heaven, hello? I think it supersedes anything we look forward to in life while we're here physically.
0: Yeah, I mean, I. I... <laughs> funny i i always i don't know it's like one of the things that keeps me going is to get through the stuff here is that it's like you know i want i i in the beatitudes i'm one of the guys who hungers and thirsts for righteousness and uh and so you know i will be satisfied and that's what i think of it happens i'm going to be satisfied because there will be like you know righteousness uh, like full in 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 fullness all right, uh, is it all right if we end it with an Our Father? Or do you have sure. any last words? No, that's, uh, we should uh, wrap it up. Okay. Uh, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Amen.